It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. Dr. Ken's mind is fine at age one. You can say what they want to say. It's America. And if you disagree with it, it's okay. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. So I got a question about Uncle Joe. Taking Trump, Vice President Harris, third-party candidates out of the equation, can Biden win re-election? So there was a poll that came out recently that showed that in five of the battleground states in one of them, Trump was 10 points ahead and the other four, he was five points ahead. So plus or minus the error rate, it's neck and neck, which is actually rare. The only equation that's equation The only portion of that is Arizona, where Biden squeaked out a win. But then since then, Republicans have been coming back into power in multiple places. So we've got inflation. We've got possibly World War Three on the brink. We've got this AI that's coming around that that has to be dealt with. And there was an executive order. But but eventually there's going to have to be some legislation done to protect people from it. Because if we think companies are doing stuff now with robocalls, can you imagine what AI would do? Anyway. And then we have the president's mental agility. People are in their lane, Democrat or Republican, about who they think will win. Democrats have no clear bench. They've got nobody that they can call on. I mean, I think they do, but will they have the power, the commitment, the vote, all that stuff? Clearly, it's not Kamala Harris. And I don't see anybody. It's definitely not Governor Newsom. So I don't see anybody who can actually step up for the Democratic Party and win. Now, let me flip this by saying and breaking my own rule about Donald Trump. The more the courts go after Donald Trump, the more power he's going to end up having. I'm sure the Democratic, I'm sorry, the Republican Party doesn't want to see Donald Trump run. Every Republican candidate, with the exception of, what's his name? Um, The Indian guy, whose name I can never say. Ramaswamy? I don't know what it is. My apologies. Who's, 
who who actually supports Donald Trump. He probably make Donald Trump his vice president if if he won the nomination. I think that none of them, or should I say, all of them, have alienated Trump supporters. And at some point, that's going to come to a head. It's got to come to a head by 2024. So if there's no clear person by, say, when Iowa kicks off, it's going to be interesting. Who will win? I'm not ready to say yet. Honestly, my opinion is based on what you say. 855-616-1620, National Bank Talk and Text Live. I want to know who you think should replace Joe Biden. I want to know who you think will step up and be able to Hmm. How do I phrase this? Step up and be able to be a formidable candidate. And that's all I really ask for. Honestly, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or Republican. I don't I don't care if you're if you can take care of not promise, but do the things that are needed for me, then you get a vote. If you can't, then you don't. That's it. Like, that's literally it. That's what it comes down to. What can I get? This following the party line stuff, Republican and Democrat, has to stop. Because they've both proven that they care about partisan politics over people. And so when we come back, I'm going to tell you my three top things I think should happen in politics. And I want to know if you agree. 855-616-1620. Is, is, is Joe Biden the guy? And if not him, who? Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. Three things I want to see in politics. Local. Yep, local, county, state, and federal. Number one. Make sure... We have term limits. We need term limits. We need term limits because that will guarantee you only get two terms. If it's a two-year, you only get three. If it's a six-year, you only get two. And that's it. If it's a four-year, you only get two. That's it. That's number one. Number two you're a citizen 
politician, not a politician citizen. That means that you, your salary is cut 75%. We'll pay for all the travel. We'll pay for your apartment. We'll pay for all those fun things while you're in office. If you got to fly to um, Washington, D.C., if you got to fly to the capital of the state where you are, we will pay for you to have an apartment. Like if you got to be in session all this week instead of driving home every day, right? You, we, will, we will pay for you to have political housing in the capital because that's significantly cheaper than us paying you a salary and benefits and all that stuff, right? So you got to go work like everybody else. You got to go get your hustle on like everybody else. That's just me. You need term limits. You need to cut your salary at least two-thirds. Two-thirds of your salary needs to be moved away. What do you think the third one would be? 855-616-1620. But what, what should the third one be? Because there are some positions, and this is my third one, we need to remove things like, hey, we're in session, so if I'm speeding and you pull me over, you can't detain me. Stuff like that. Federal level, I get it. Maybe even state level. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn by it because I understand the importance of a politician being somewhere for a vote and that somebody that doesn't like them, you know, the Republican cop pulling over the Democratic law, lawmaker or the Democratic cop pulling over the Republican lawmaker. I, I can see where that would be an issue. So I might have to not rescind, but readjust that third one. But there has to be some perks that need to not be there that keeps, oh, I got a good one. You don't get a pension. You don't, you don't, you don't get to work multiple years, and after you work X amount of years, automatically get a pension. We've got people right here in the state of Wisconsin that have worked for municipal government, state government, and federal government, and they're getting a pension from all three. Personally, I think it's unconscionable. You should treat that the way that you treat um, what I like to call double dipping. You get one governmental pension. And if that means that all the pensions have to be the same, fine. If you want to build onto it, fine. But once you go to that next level, your pension money should go into an account that then you pay into so that at least one group doesn't have to deal with, you know, oh, I got a pension from the city and I got a pension from the state and I got a pension from the federal government. Because I don't know how many terms you have to do in the federal government in order to get a pension. It's got to be two or three. And on the break, I guess I'll hit Google and ask them.
right? Do a search. But the bottom line, it comes down to there are too many perks that lawmakers have that every single time, it doesn't matter what level you're on. Once the politician goes there and gets reelected, it's like everything they promised you goes out the window. They become a part of the establishment and you can't get anything done. Everybody in Washington, D.C., whether they're liable or not, should be fired for all the crap that we're going through in the federal government. Not not to mention. We got a shutdown on its way because we couldn't even get that taken care of either. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ 855-616-1620. What are congressional pensions like? This from Smart Asset. Congressmen and women don't reap their annual salary for life. They do receive general retirement benefits, though. The Atlantic estimates that when former House Speaker John Boehner retired, he received an $86,000 annual pension. And so that was based on the years they have in, their age, and all that stuff. So a senator or representative on retirement benefits are based on their age, their plan, how long they served. No member of Congress is eligible for his or her pension unless they've served at least five years. To collect their full pension, they must serve. They should be at least 62, be at least 50 with 20 years or have 25 years of service, just like Evan said. By federal law, senators and representatives cannot earn their full salary in retirement. The most a congressman can earn after they leave office is 80% of their final salary. However, if he or she would have had served 67 years to earn their top percentage. And I only know like maybe one or two persons that actually did that. So then, so then, then, That's reasonable. But five years? So I can serve five years, wait till I'm 62, and then get what? And the one thing they never tell you is what's the percentage? Like, what's the percentage of their salary do they get? Because I don't know how long John Boehner was in, and I don't know how long he served, but I guess that calculation is there so they don't have to tell you. Like I can't go back and say eighty six thousand and Speaker of the House made two twenty five or something like that, so then I can go back and figure out what they make. You can't. Yeah, the Speaker was at the time two twenty two twenty three five hundred, two hundred twenty three thousand five hundred dollars. So eighty six percent is probably eight one two. It's about a third of what they made, and Boehner was in there a decent amount of time. And then it's eighty percent of the. Final year they're in office. Right. So, yeah. So it states that no member could receive more than 139200 per year right. unless they're in leadership. Right. Which means you have to leave in leadership. Like if, if I was the speaker, I could leave 
in office and depending on how much I can get up to 139,000. Well, most people in Congress are what? Millionaires. Yeah. So then there's that. Feeding off the trough of American tax dollars. And the only way to fix that, I think the county board did it right. County board, I think they make like $24,000 or something like that. That shouldn't be your full-time job. I don't think aldermen, which is weird because they haven't changed the state law yet, so they're still aldermen even though we have women. They should change the title and call them um, city council members, something like that, right? Um, That's their full-time job. I got a problem with that. And I got friends and I know people that are that are in city council here in Milwaukee. I don't think they should have a full time job. I think you should have to go out and work and remember that, you know, us able bodied working folks have to actually do that thing called go to work every day. And so I think the county gets it. Those folks that work for the county, they have other jobs. Unless they're retired with a pension, <laughs> they can just take the money. But it's 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 important that I think they be as close to the constituency that they um, claim to represent. But when it comes to actually doing things, many of them don't represent at all because they don't have to. They don't have to. They they can just go in and and do what they do. Yep. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. All all of this started from Joe Biden being I wouldn't say eligible, but more so able. And if he wins re-election, you and I both know he's not gonna finish. He's not gonna finish. And if I get that old, I don't want to finish either. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be somewhere loving life, traveling, experiencing wonderful things that I never experienced before because I was blessed to live to that age. Would I want to run the free world? Would I want to run the United States of America in my 80s? And that's why I don't think Trump should run either. Trump shouldn't be president and Joe Biden shouldn't be president. You look at all the before and after pictures of presidents, and it's Mm -hmm. just astonishing. Like President Obama, pretty young president when he went in. When he went out, he looked much older than he actually was. But all of them do. Yeah, I'm just using him as a more recent example. And and they look that way because of the stress that that job that, that you have day in, day out. Not the traveling and the, you know, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. I mean, the decisions you have to make that can cost lives. And so that's why police officers do the things that they do. And they have such a traumatic effect and, and firefighters and EMTs and RNs. Those are those high stress jobs that when you're done, if you don't really have um, another life, it can be pretty uh, traumatic when you have to go through that transition from, Work every day, 12-hour days, overtime, court, uh, to nothing. You get to sit at home. I've never been a daytime TV person. 
but it's it's important to have something to do with your life. Trump will be in his 80s. Biden's already in his 80s. No. It's, again, another example of the old white guy club that comes in and runs everything. And who do they replace themselves with? Young white guy. And it starts that pattern all over again. When will America be able to just vote and have people? Say, I thought they replaced yeah. themselves with more old white guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm just in fear. What is it that we're going to do? What will 2025 actually look like? Back to the truth on WTMJ. If it's all right, I want to kick it with you all night, all night. Have a good time. Ain't got to worry because it's all right. It's all right. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. I'm, I'm trying to find the salaries for... Milwaukee County supervisors, and they're saying they range between 31 and 92, but that's that's pretty broad. Like, why why isn't the salary just listed? Like, why can't I, as a citizen, why do I have to go digging through a budget to find out how much a supervisor makes in Milwaukee County? That's unfortunate, but that's on purpose. Those are the kinds of issues we have. We need to list what everybody's salary is. Because you're a public servant. They did it for the police. They did it for the fire department. They should do it for everybody. And I'm sure it's listed somewhere. And it's hidden in um, this newfangled thing we called the Internet. Or the budget. Either way. Either way, we don't know. And I think that's one of those things that we need to work with our politicians to make sure that they do their jobs. And many of them do. We have some great um, city council members. We have some great county board of supervisors. We have some great um, legislators in the state of Wisconsin. And we have federal. The problem is they tend to go and once they get sucked into the system and learn how to manipulate the system, they tend to forget about the people who put them there. And that's unfortunate. They tend to forget about the people that actually put them in power and allows them to do what they do. And then when you ask them to change something, well, you don't understand. Let me explain it to you. No, I don't need you to explain it. This is what I want. And so that's why term limits would be so great, because term limits would then cause people to be very judicious in their actions. Am I using the right word? Um, Be very intentional in what they do. And I think only with that will, will people start to wake up and say, you know, maybe maybe we need to um, do this the right way. Maybe we need to come in and listen to what the people are telling us that they want. Well, they don't really know what they want. 
Same thing they did with the city. I think the um, council members should 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 vote on whether or not we'll take the two percent tax. No, I think the people should have voted. Put it in a referendum. And I and I I think if we keep giving politicians more and more power, we are going to go to the opposite of what we call ourselves as a democratic republic. It's going to start being like, I almost said the Soviet Union. It's going to be like Russia. You're just going to be, you know, told this is what you're going to do. We're, we're going, I, I remember when Bill Clinton was president and Hillary was supposed to be this medical czar who came in and said, this is, we're going to tell you what you're going to major in because we think surgeons make too much money. Well, why don't we change the system of insurance so that surgeons don't get paid that much money? But that's not what we do. And no, I don't want any medical doctors hollering at me. We passed laws to say that we could see what our bill was, but when you ask them for the price, but when you ask them for the prices, it's so convoluted that you can barely understand what it is that you're looking at. You can barely see what 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 it is that 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 you're paying for. And so I'm looking at some of these salaries. Now, clearly, this is based on I keep knocking this thing over. It's terrible. Um, clearly, it's it's based on how long you've been a supervisor. County board chair makes thirty eight thousand eight hundred and ninety four. And supervisors make twenty five thousand nine twenty four. But who's this county board supervisor? making 362,938 or at legislative assistant making 281,000. Like, what is that? Yeah. Those are the types of things that nobody reads a budget. Nobody reads anything. And then you look at it and go, what? Now that's gotta be a typo, but it says County board, Supervisor member you. I don't know what that means. I have to go look it up. But the community, director of community relations makes 73000 Director of communications, 83 Chief of staff, $109,000. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But that's just me. The first, the, bleh. but then they're working. They're, they're, they're employees. And they can be fired and all that. They're not elected. So I get it. I get it. I, I don't begrudge anybody getting paid anything that the market will bear. I'm okay with that. But what I'm really hearing is I should be the director of Office of African American Affairs because I make $126,454. That's a job. Yep. See another good one. That's got to be incorrect.
I got to find a decimal point. Because this says the salary of the assistant corporation counsel makes $1,086,420. That's got to be the entire position budget. You know, benefits and this and that and up. Yeah. No, no, no. But you know what all this proves, though, right? A human resources analyst makes 105898 That's got to include, well, let me go up to the top. Wow. And social. So with benefits, they're making out. Uh Uh-oh. They're not even all white females. And they're making out like a fat rat. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. Packers won today. Kind of impressive. They uh, beat the L.A. Rams, who are now 3-6. and six. Packers won 22-3. I thought they looked good. I, I'm I'm glad the uh, how can I say this in a nice way? I'm glad the defense picked up. I think that over time Jordan Love is going to be able to be a formidable quarterback in the NFL. And um, they can only get better. They traded a veteran, and then basically told everybody, this is what we're going to do. We've got a young team. They're going to be rebuilding. They're going to be moving forward in a much slower pace than they were in the past, but their 20-3 victory against a now 3-6 and six L.A. Rams. And their starting quarterback watched from the sidelines because he had an injury. So um, their backup had a passer rating. I'm, I'm looking at JS online. Their, their backup had a passer rating of 62.8. And, and the bottom line is that the rookies and the second-year players and those young guys on that team stepped up, and they won. Because they was getting whooped pretty good. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Jordan Love wasn't on his best, and I started hearing people, oh, my God, it's terrible. They got to get rid of him. Give him a chance like you gave everybody else a chance. Brett Favre got a chance. Aaron Rodgers got a chance. Jordan Love needs to get a chance. Stop having people come in and expect instantaneous winning. It's not going to happen. They said the same thing with, with the Bucks when Giannis came. Oh, my God. They didn't win it. And then they won. 
And then when they lost the second time, well, it's okay. They only said it's okay because they won one. Almost 50 years to the day, to the month, but they won one, right? You got to give it to them. They were pretty impressive. Now, when who, who, who the Packers play next? Detroit. I don't. I don't know who they. Who they? Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Team with a good defense, but not a very good offense. Yeah, but we 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 need a better offense. So, and our defense is young. The beautiful thing about the 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 Packer defense is that they're they'll only get better. We have to at least remember they'll only get better as they play. Hope the same for the offense because they're a young offensive unit too. Well, but but the offense, their job is to score, and many of them have been doing that their entire career, right? But a defense is different, right? The defense literally has to defend the whole field versus the offense that gets to play the whole field. And I know that sounds weird, but when you think about it, the fact that I know what we're going to do and the other side doesn't know what you're going to do puts the defense, when they're young, at a disadvantage. The only powerful thing about a young defense is they'll freaking throw their bodies anywhere because they don't care because they're young and they'll bounce back. Unless... Unless you break something. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I don't think I need to say it again, but you're listening to The Truth on TMJ. 855-616-1620. Before the break, we were talking about... uh, I guess there's no time for development anymore, right? You you've got to like play. We were talking about the Packers and Pittsburgh Steelers, LA Chargers, Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs the next 4 weeks. How many wins do you see? Realistically, one. One. I think they can beat Pittsburgh cuz Pittsburgh's offense isn't that good. They can't beat the Chargers? Uh Depends on which Chargers team shows up. They're very uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Rant, uh, Lions? So it happened last time they played the Lions, but this time it's in Detroit. Ooh. And should we not even say the the, <laughs> the KCC team? The one, I think that's the one thing that could work in the Packers' favor with that. Which is what? Is outside of Travis, Travis Kelsey. The skilled position players for the Chiefs are not that good. However, like, like well, MVS is drops everything. They don't have the wide receiver position isn't deep at all. It's Travis Travis Kelsey, and that's about it. Is he a wide receiver? He's a tight end. Thank you. But I'm saying outside of him, <laughs> look, look, look. I say that t- tongue in cheek, yeah. not not like chastising you yeah. or something or correcting you, but. Well, okay. That's what I'm saying. Outside of him. So You're the mean. game plan should be You're mean, Evan. shut him down. You're mean, Evan. <laughs> but we saw what happened the last time Jordan Love played against Kansas City. Would have been two years ago, and it didn't go well. But that was two years ago. Yeah, same coordinators there, though. But the one thing we have to remember is any given team can beat any given team on any given Sunday. I agree with that. Until the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then ooh, it gets really, yeah. 
But to me, this Packers season, it's not about the score at the end of the game. I know it sounds kind of stupid saying that, but it's about are the young guys developing week to week? That's what I'm trying to see. You know, the, the receivers, are they making the same mistakes in their route running or right. is it getting better? Is the tackling improving? Is Jordan Love trusting his arm better from week to week? Like, those are the little things I'm looking for, and unfortunately we haven't seen a lot of it, but it's still relatively, but you're early. Not. It's still relatively early in the season. But you're not going to see a lot of it. It's no. a new t- the, 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 what, the, the most time someone has on that team is like two years? Offensively, the wide receiver room is all first and second year players. Right. Aaron Jones is the most veteran player on the offense. Yep. Alton Jenkins is a veteran on the offensive line. But outside of that, you have all young guys trying to grow together at the same right. time. There's going to be growing pains, there's going to be a mistake. But again, it's are they getting better week to week? I would say the. Yeah, I, I would say Reed I and I Wicks. Don't, I don't. I don't really see it. I would say Reed and Wicks, eleven and thirteen, two of the Packer uh, rookie receivers. Yeah, they looked the part. Well, sure they 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 looked the part on short routes. Wicks is always getting open, right? Always. The issue is, does Jordan Love? He's got the arm, but when I look at him, he's not developed. You know, he's he's not, and, and I'm pretty sure he's got strong shoulders and strong everything. But I know. think the issue with the arm with the deep ball, right? I don't. I think it's more of the legs for him. I don't think his feet. I don't think he's setting his feet right. I think right. I, I he's not throwing from the a weight platform. shift. All those things. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. He, the one that he had with uh, Christian Watson the day that mm-hmm. Watson went up and got right. that's the best deep ball I've seen from him in a while. Yep. And he set his feet, set his uh, body correctly, and just let it rip. Yeah, but that means you have to have a good line. Which the line played there, you know what, off today. That's true. But Pittsburgh's another animal of T.J. Watt. Yeah, we shall see. So as we roll down to the end, um, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, had some tough topics today. Had some tough Dialogue. Well, no, I guess you can't call it dialogue when you talk to yourself. But, well, but then again, I guess it is. But then I'd have to answer myself, and then that would make it weird. I um, wanted to say thanks to the WTMJ Breaking News Center, Jack Grau. Evan was here as well. want to say thank you to Evan as well, and I want to thank you for being here. 620 WTMJ. Make sure you join us. I am on live on 1017 The Truth, Monday through Friday from 6 to 4. Make sure you hang out there. And hang out here because we are all good karma brands. God bless. Take care. I'm out.